<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Sage Conversations, where we believe that life and even the challenges that come with it is the greatest teacher there is. I'm Mara, and in this space, we try to uncover the wisdom behind these experiences, hopeful that these will serve as inspiration for us to achieve breakthroughs and elevate our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Sage Conversations with me, Mara. I hope that, you know, amidst everything that's happening in the world, in your own lives, that, you know, you are still managing, you know, still trying to go through each day. You know, it hasn't been the easiest couple of days, couple of weeks, you know, for, for everyone. I was actually talking to a couple of friends and colleagues, and it seems that there's this big collective tower moment that is happening. And, you know, for those who aren't familiar with a tower, the tower is a card in tarot, in the tarot deck that speaks of like the unraveling, the destruction, you know, and it's, it's that kind of unraveling and destruction that catches us off guard. It's, it's that unraveling and destruction that we can't do much about because it's something that has to happen. It is something that has been fated to happen. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, let's admit that. Let's give our space. I, let's give ourselves space to admit that, that it sucks, it hurts, and it makes us feel so many things. It makes us feel angry. It makes us feel frustrated. There may be some regret, even confusion. Like there's just so much of it. And it's just so tiring, right? And just when you thought that things are starting to get rebuilt again, we hear news about what is happening in the world, we hear news in our personal lives, and we can't really do much sometimes because, I don't know, like, because we can't. That's not. Because sometimes, you know, there really, there's only so much that we can do, right? And my heart goes out to you if you have been feeling the same way, if it's been getting a bit difficult to get out of bed or if it's if you know you've been finding yourself going into a state of sadness and grief more often lately you know my heart goes out to you because you know we're all in this together and it's something, yeah, it's something that we are experiencing collectively. And that's what I want to talk about today, grief and sadness. And a friend of mine, like one of one of my really good friends, we, we had this conversation about grief. That grief, you know, comes in not just because, you know, we lose a loved one. You know, this loved one may have passed on or, you know, we've lost, let's say, a connection like a connection that has just fizzled out. Or, you know, it, we can also grieve about the lives that we, we no longer live. And so much of that has happened during, you know, during the pandemic. We are, we are grieving something each day. You know how 
you know, there are things that we wish we could still do. And then when we try to do it, it doesn't feel the same anymore. The sadness that comes from that is grief, you know, because we no longer experience the world the way we used to. And I feel like we grieve something every day. And, you know, if we were to go down like a philosophical route, we, you know, the moment we were born into this world, you know, we are walking our way towards, you know, towards loss, towards death. And that's why we have to make the most out of it. But how, how, do, we, how do we make the most out of things with, with this grief, with this sadness? And with that, sometimes you find it so hard to celebrate life. Right. But actually, if you think about it, I feel like it's grief is in a way, ironically, like a, an opportunity to celebrate something because whatever we have lost, you know, or whoever we have lost, you know, it's, it's just a sign of a message of, you know, this, this whole phase of our lives being done. Like the job has been done. Whatever contract, soul contract we, ha we have with that person is done. We had learned everything we needed to learn from it. And we need to, to give ourselves space for that also. Grief can also come with love. And, you know, we grieve because we love. You know, we grieve the lives we used to live because we loved what we, what we used to do right and and it's a celebration of that love it's an honor it's a tribute in a way and whenever i go to that mindset i'm reminded of this quote by andrew garfield that i read i don't know about a month ago not very not too long ago you know when his uh when his mother passed away and he talks about grief so beautifully and let me just pull out the quote hold on okay so it says here, so Andrew Garfield said, I love talking about her, by the way, so if I cry, it's only a beautiful thing. This is all the unexpressed love, the grief that will remain with us until we pass because we never get enough time with each other, no matter if someone lives till 60, 15, or 99. So I hope this grief stays with me because it's all the unexpressed love that I didn't get to tell her. And I told her every day, and we told her every day she was the best of us. And uh, that was just so beautifully said. And it's that when we, when we cry, we cry out of love. We cry because we acknowledge the beautiful things. We cry because we acknowledge how much this person, this situation is precious. And also, in a way, how much of it we've taken for granted. And I think what we, and, you know, when we take things for granted, it just means that we know the value of that opportunity, that relationship, that person, and that's why we grieve. Hey guys, this is Anjali Dub, the host of the newest podcast called Life in Progress. Join me as I share my new journey of adulthood and help you a little on how you can be the best version of yourself, one podcast at a time, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Andrew Garfield was right. This is all the unexpressed love. You know, even if we get to talk to people every day, even if, you know, just day-to-day -day things are peaceful, life is great, life is beautiful. 
we recognize that there's so much of it that we take for granted. And that's why that grief stays with us. But it is how we process that grief. It is how we take in that grief that, you know, that changes us. And if we look at grief this way, grief as unexpressed love, then it makes grieving be more hopeful. Grieving, yes, there is sadness, but amidst, you know, underneath all the sadness was that love. And ah, and there's so much that, you know, there's so much to love about the world amidst everything. And there's also that, that feeling in our hearts that the people around us the people who are going through difficult times, the people who have passed on, there is a part of us that knows that they deserve more love. And when and when we think of that as other people being deserving of love and ourselves, when we grieve ourselves, be more deserving of love. And I think that's such a beautiful thing because we all, I mean, we all deserve it. We all, we all have that. It shows that we all have that capacity to love and to be loved. And that's why we are here in this world. And of course, you know, it, it's never going to feel like enough time because there's just so much going on. We're not always like in the in the best holistic state. But, you know, everything we do when it comes to grief is a sign of love, is a reminder of love. I had this conversation with another friend. See, I told you, like, a lot of my friends and colleagues are going through this tower moment, this grieving moment. And, you know, sometimes we blame ourselves for crying. I mean, I cry a lot. I cry a whole lot. But I always feel like I used to see crying as like, oh, another moment of weakness, vulnerability, and all of that. But do you ever think that you cry because you love? You know, the tears that you shed are tears of love even if they come from a place of hurt and you're crying because you know that you deserve better or like you're crying because you yearn for love. You're crying because you probably also realize that you did not give yourself the love that you needed at that time that you needed it the most. It's all out of love. Even regrets sometimes all comes from a place of love unexpressed love so i uh i hope that you know you release the shame when you start to feel sadness or grief when you start to cry because even you know we may cry because we are happy we may cry because we are sad or angry but we feel all of these things because we have such big capacities to love it's just that we didn't get to live it out you know we may not have had the opportunity or opportunities now there's this part where like in the quote earlier where he said that you know i hope this grief stays with me and you know that's not necessarily a bad thing it becomes unhealthy when we use this grief as like an excuse or like we use this grief and then we end up hurting the people around us right but looking at grief from that place of unexpressed love is okay you know based on very personal experiences i mean i've lost i lost my dad it's been 10 years but it doesn't feel like 10 years because like grief screws up the timeline you know any kind of emotion (laughs) screws up the timeline like 
we lose, again, we lose the sense of time. And I still have that grief. But of course, it's there because there's so much that I that was left unsaid. There were there are still so many things I wish I could do with them. But I take this grief with me as a reminder that, you know, maybe back then I had taken time for granted. Now it sucks that I'm alone, but this is a sign for me to actually do it. Maybe those experiences I wanted to share with my dad before were meant to be experienced by me because maybe he probably experienced them already or you know maybe it was something that I was meant to tackle by myself because his job was done maybe his job was like just to let me know about that opportunity or let me know about that hobby or thing I wanted to try and it would be a shame if I didn't carry that out it would be a shame if I just stayed in that unhealthy spectrum of grief, it would be a dishonor in a way. So, yeah, that's, and since then, that's how I've been addressing grief. You know, the past couple of weeks, I guess, I've heard news about friends passing and it hasn't been easy. And then last year it was like family passing and oh, it's just a whole lot. It's a whole lot. But, we are here because we still have missions to carry out and, you know, we still have to celebrate in a way. Very ironic, right? But what is life without ironies? That's the duality of life. So I hope that, you know, you get to tell the people that you love, that you love them always, always. And you know, you, even if they've passed on, even if let's say in connections they've they've been distant, send love, send love. It'll it'll be heard. It'll be felt one way or another. The universe is that smart. The universe loves love. It's a fan of love, and it gets excited when it's expressed. Hey guys, Ken here. Just dropping by to say hi and to invite you to listen to my podcast, Live It Asia with Ken Lazardo. This podcast is for people who want to live life to the fullest by excelling in business, faith, and health. Are you one of us? If that's so, want it, learn it, live it. Check out Live It Asia podcast. Now back to this episode. I'm going to end this podcast, this episode, with a quick meditation that I love doing. And it's called the Loving Kindness Meditation. It's very short. It's very short. It's something that you can do daily. I like doing this at night because, you know, I just, it, it just feels nice to be surrounded by that love and by self-compassion. You know, it's nice to bring those with you before going to bed, right? So here we go. Just like with any meditation, you know, let's begin by finding ourselves in a comfortable position. You can sit comfortably on the floor with your back resting against something very, very soft, something that will aid your back. If you are on a chair, you can set your feet down on the floor, make sure they're flat, your spine is straight. Or if you are lying down, that's also great. As you settle into your chosen position, 
Start to close your eyes, relaxing here with your breath, feeling the sensation of your breath through your nose. Inhale and exhale. There is no need yet to change how you breathe. Acknowledge how you are breathing in this moment without any judgment. This is who you are right now. And imagine that you are sending this breath to the parts of you that need more love. Now together, I invite you to take in three breaths, three intentional love-filled breaths. So inhaling through the nose and bringing the breath to the heart space, to the ribs, the belly, and then exhale, releasing this breath. Inhale again, exhale. Last one, inhale and exhale. Now imagine yourself in a very safe space, surrounded by the most beautiful sight, taking in what surrounds you, the sensations that arise, what do you see, what do you feel, what do you hear in this place. Know that in this space you are safe, you are at peace, it is bright, and you imagine so much love surrounding you. In this moment, I invite you to think of a person very close to you, a person who loves you very much. It can be someone from your past or your present, someone who is still here or someone who has passed on. Imagine this person standing right in front of you, sending you their love, sending you well wishes, sending you joy, sending you love. And with every breath that you make, you are accepting this love. I imagine the same person that you love so much and you are doing the same for this person, sending well wishes, sending happiness, sending love. And this time with every breath, imagine sending out that love. Feel the warmth and kindness coming from the love from your hearts. Now imagine someone who has been quite distant, someone you may have a difficult relationship with and imagine sending love to this person sending well wishes sending happiness feel the warmth from your heart and even say what you need to say just allow the love allow the love to move allow the love to surround you now imagine the people you love standing in front of you sending them the love the same love, the same well wishes, telling them that may your life be filled with happiness, well-being, health, and love. Imagine your love in turning into a bright white light that surrounds you and the people that you love, your friends, your family. Now imagine your community and send this same love. Send these well wishes that may their lives be filled with happiness, with well-being, with health, and with love. Let this light from your heart surround them and surround you. Now imagine your country. And in this country, you may have met many people, have made so many acquaintances. Some you may not have even met yet, and yet you still give the same love, wishing them a life of ease and happiness. May you also live with ease and happiness, sending this message out to the country. Allow this light now of love to expand to the world, all beings everywhere. And saying these words, just as I wish to, may you live with ease, may you live with happiness, with love, and may you be free from pain. I extend this light out into the universe and just bask in it 
Bask in this love, the love that you are giving and the love that you are receiving. Breathe here. Now, very slowly, we will, we will bring this love back in from the universe to the world, back to your country, your community, your loved ones and friends, and back to you. Taking this love with you and to feel in this love, I invite you to take a deep breath in and breathe out. Take another deep breath in and let it all go. Now very slowly, with love and gentleness, start to move your fingers and your toes and move your head from side to side, just small movements to wake up the body. And here, I invite you to give yourself the tightest embrace and tell yourself, may you always live with ease, with joy, happiness, good health and love. And whenever you are ready, you may open your eyes. And that ends the meditation for today and also the episode for this week. I hope that that meditation helped somehow. You know, I hope that meditation reminded you of how much you love and how worth it it is to love and be loved. So whatever it is that you are going through, whatever tower moment, whatever kind of tower moment you were going through, may your love be a reminder that even the things that have been destroyed can be built again. Or, you know, maybe it's time for us to build something new. And love will let us know where and how we can build that. Again, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Giving you guys all big, big virtual hugs. Sending you all the love. Sending you all the healing. The comfort that you need in this moment. Thank you so much, guys. And see you again. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Sage Conversations. If you found value in our content, share your thoughts with us on Instagram and Facebook and tag us at Sage Conversations Podcast. Please subscribe and share this podcast with people you know and love. Every bit will help us grow our circle. Once again, thank you so much. May you be well and may you feel loved. Until the next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.